hard as balls. Xbox on. Game on, baby. Wow! Hello and welcome to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast, the official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. I'm your host, Ross Miller, and I'm joined by everyone's favourite MV Cheese. It's Reese. Oh, that was good. I was like, where's he going with this? What's he going to do? The MV Cheese. I like it. How you doing, man? I'm very, very well, thank you. And the queen of cosplay is Karina. Hey, all. Oh, it gets worse every week. Yeah, you're yeah. terrible <laughs> at the first introduction. <laughs> I cringe at myself. It's bad. Uh, how, how did you even date? Like, how did I? Yeah, I like, didn't. You just didn't. <laughs> just I, just, I, just, I just panicked. I panicked and then, and then yeah, I just didn't. What walked in the room? Hey, all one of you's here for me. Not quite sure which one, but I'm here. That's that's exactly how it went. <laughs> Not everyone dates like you, Ross. Oh, I'm just like super confident and just walk into the hello, room lady. and just hello. And then I, then I get asked to leave as quickly as I came in. <laughs> but anyway, we usually get this podcast started with what we have been playing so we will go on to the indie game of the week a little bit later but reese what have you been playing this week uh basically the same as last week uh i played a bit of monster hunter um once again wanted to smash my controller after fighting a elder dragon for 47 minutes and then wiping in the final phase when he was like maybe 10 20 hits off death that always feels good i hate video games don't be scared to run away yeah, <clears throat> but uh, or you have to actually. Yeah. But um, other than that, I I tried out uh, a bunch of indie games this week. Uh, when I when I sort of had some some sort of spare time to just uh, whack them in and and see what was up, I played um, oh, what's it called? Uh, Xenon Valkyrie Plus, a little uh, little like eight bit um, side scrolling retro style platformer, but it's also like a a roguelike. Yeah, I've heard of this. Yeah, yeah. They had a, the developer, a really nice guy, a French dude. Uh, he, who has been on the subreddit before doing an AMA, um, he, he did one for this game as well, um, just last week. And so I thought I'd give it a try in honor of the AMA. And it's actually, uh, it's pretty entertaining. Um, it's hard as balls, <laughs> obviously, because, you know, roguelike, prepared to die. That's, that's basically, um, what I was playing. I also tried a little bit of Claybook. Have you, uh, have you guys, have you guys tried that? Yes. That's actually yeah, what I was going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, well, I'll, I'll let you have all the glory. But uh, aside from uh, uh, one of the most broken cameras I have ever encountered, but you know, it's early access, so I can forgive. Uh, it's it's a very interesting concept, I, I thought. Um, but I'll I'll let you have the uh, the glory on that one. Uh, I'll pass the cup to Karina. What have I played? Oh, I went wait, to wait, check. What? You just I'll, I'll let you talk about Claybook, then I'll just go straight to Karina. Wait, 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 yeah, yeah, sense wait. in that. <laughs> just bypass Ross. Ladies first. Oh, That's right. why I went first, and now Karina. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, oh yeah. Oh, have I played this week? Oh, I decided to check out the hoverboard bush thing. Oh, see how if that go? worked. 
Uh, not very well. Turns out the hoverboard doesn't exist in the Battle Royale mode, only exists in the actual standard game. So what? I was a bit disappointed. I was like, damn, man, there goes my bush, like, trick, but hey-ho. Um, so I did, I played some Fortnite, um, just because it was quick when I've had some breaks, I've, like, nipped on and played Fortnite. Got in the hype zone for Fortnite on Mixer, which, uh, for the first time, because obviously they've introduced Fortnite now in type zones, and I think they've just brought out Smite into the hype zones, or they're about to. So that oh, was wait, quite wait, interesting. Wait, how did you get Smite hype zone? Uh, I don't know. That would be really weird, because you know, like MOBA games go back and forth, and they can they can be won like won or lost thanks to a single mistake that can just instantly lose a battle. Like they get really tense the longer a game drags on. I'm not too sure. They've only just announced it, so yeah. I'll be quite curious to see how they bring that out. Unless it becomes like esports, essentially, I don't know. Which also I watched. Apparently, there's some PUBG esports on. I watched it and watched everyone go pro, and I was like, I will never be able to get to that. <laughs> no one used a pan. <laughs> I was disappointed. I was like, no how pans? can you be pro and no pans? Like, that's that should be a rule. Should be pans only. Can we have a pans only mode, please? That would be amazing. I've seen Battlefield, like, knife only servers, like 32 on 32 knife only. So can you imagine, like, 100 with just pans? See? that That's that's what they should do. That is definitely what they should do. Well, for me, I, it was my birthday last week, and I got uh, a very, very uh, nice maybe. gift. I was behind in the times, and I didn't have a functioning. <laughs> no, I didn't have an Xbox One X in the way do. That's nice. Yeah. So during the four K club. I have only yeah. turned I've only turned it on for about two hours, even though I've had it since Friday. <laughs> 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 but weekends get in the way and drinking over birthdays and feeling sorry yes. for myself the next day and all that kind of thing. But apart from that, so the first game or one of the first games that I loaded up on it was just because I wanted to play it, was Claybook. Yeah, so now I will permit you to talk about Claybook. <laughs> so my son was over, and I thought this seems like a very good game for me and a seven-year-old to sit down and play and have some fun with. And you know what? Other than the aforementioned camera, which isn't as bad as what Reese is making out. It's it isn't, bad. When you get used to it, it's entirely fine. <laughs> it is a fun little Game, the puzzles, so to say you are literally bits of clay um, and you have different objectives on each map that you have to go, like filling up a basin full of liquid. Uh, you can morph into different clay shapes to try and help you along that. And it's just puzzle after puzzle after puzzle. And I'm having a lot of fun with it. I find it quite relaxing. It's so pretty. Yeah. It's gorgeous. You you see a kid that's holding a game joypad as if he's meant to be controlling you, the bit of clay. How that's possible? I've got no yeah. idea. Like This is obviously a really smart kid that has managed to program his clay to react to his game joypad, but who knows. Also, when was the last time you heard it called joypad? A long time. Not long <laughs> after joystick. Oh, joy sp speaking now. of Speaking of joy, uh, Clay was very excited, actually. That's Clayton. He was like, oh, Clay Book, I can't wait to play with myself. That's, that's, <laughs> that's my American uh, impersonation. Yeah, yeah, actually, he, was, he was very excited. He did want to go on and just say, I've been playing with myself this whole time. <laughs> Claybook's amazing. Uh, not like, you know, if you're looking for something. I, I, do, I did enjoy it more when my kid was here, uh, as the two of us were working out the puzzles together. 
Um, it is a fun little game that is going to, you know, will certainly pass off quite a few more hours. Um, and I, I really quite liked it. But other than that, I played some PUBG, surprisingly enough. How, what, how much better is it, uh, seeing as you've been playing it like all this time on the, on the original Xbox mm-hmm. One? What's it like jumping from the Xbox One to the X now? Okay. I can, I can describe this quite easily. Do it. <laughs> when, okay. No more potatoes. What? Oh, I'm jealous. Yeah. So no, no more potatoes. When you yeah, landed, no basically the houses were just giant potatoes that you couldn't walk into. <laughs> what? Or you yep. got stuck. Or you get stuck inside a house that hadn't spawned yet, and you sort of had to wait for it to spawn so that you could actually go inside the house. Oh. Yeah, I know. I'm selling the game well here, but uh, on the X, when you jump from the plane. You can see the house. As soon as you land, you can get into it. And that alone makes such a difference. <laughs> <laughs> so no more potatoes. I'm going to tweet that out with the Xbox One X. That should be the marketing slogan. No more potatoes. <laughs> no more potatoes. No more potatoes. Yeah. Potato, potato. <laughs> but apart from that, we've all been playing a game this week. And this is, of course, our indie game of the week. So... Our game of the week, or our idea Xbox game of the week this week, is one we're all playing, and that is The Station by a bunch of indie devs who didn't actually give themselves a name. No, they just, we're these guys, and we made The Station, and they they, they have no, like, studio name. Bizarre, but hey, yeah. it works. So, Kuna, I'm going to start with you, because you're the most recent to actually play this game. What is your describe the station to us? What is the station? The station is essentially, I don't know, you kind of get Mass Effect vibes, but in terms of you literally are walking around a space station, and that is literally the whole game. And you interact with a few things. Uh, there's a couple of good comments in there as well by the characters. Don't do what I did and skip half the text because you'll you won't know what's going on because I'm <laughs> stupid like that because I do this in all games. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've read the text. I'm like, so so what's going on? Uh, I get lazy. Uh, so don't do that. But there's loads of little hidden puzzles as well, and I feel like I missed a few, so I might give it a replay. But the game itself, um, you're trying to... You're just trying to get into different areas, and one thing leads to another, and then a puzzle leads to another. And eventually... I don't, I don't want to spoil it too much. No, but don't, don't, don't. I'm about to say, I don't want to spoil it too much, but the... Yeah, it just, I'm trying to say stuff without split it, but the story gets very, very interesting and just stay with it. Um, it is quite a, a shortish game. I mean, I don't really know how long most indie games are, but to me, it was a bit short. But at the same time, it was a nice game just to, just to fill in or to be honest, get me away from PUBG. I needed something <laughs> like that. <laughs> See, like, from what I've heard and what everyone's done, I've not finished the game. Okay, just to make that clear, I'm still oh, quite okay. early into it, right? So I'm, I'm not 100% sure what you're talking about at the end, about the big twist. But the... Is it a big twist? Sort of. Sort of. Mm, kind of. <laughs> I think but, I just overthought it. Yeah, it's it's about an hour and a half. Um, For me, it was an hour. An hour. Right, okay. Refresh through, through it. I, I, just, did not. Just, I just got <laughs> lost, to be fair. I just got I, I lost. Just, see, okay, I... Uh, Ross actually pointed this out in the last week's episode when we were talking before his computer imploded. Uh, and I didn't really think about it at the time. Uh, I thought it was just him, you know, taking the piss. And in many ways it was, but it's true. I'm a, I'm a veteran of these sort of, um, 
these point, like point and yeah, click point games. And like yeah. I, I've been playing puzzle games since I since I could I could walk. Uh, you know, on the Commodore sixty four, I was playing them, and so I'm sort of trained, uh, like mentally to sort of figure out how these puzzles work, and I always just blitz through them without without a second thought. So the puzzles in this game for me were incredibly simple but if if you start to step back and think about it for someone who's not actually always looking for like these obvious puzzles then it wouldn't be so it wouldn't be so simple okay if that makes sense no that does make sense so that you know some of the puzzles i encountered are like restore power to this area and to mm-hmm. do that you turn off power to another area it's one of the first puzzles so don't think that's much of a spoiling but it's like literally the first room. Yeah, what would <laughs> But you know, it's it's that kind of thing. As as you said, is if you understand the logic of these types of games, then you just sort of sail through them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am a fan of games of these of this kind of length, and the reason being is that a game that I can sit down, I can stream, um, I can just have a bit of fun with that distracts me from whatever main game. I'm playing at the moment, PUBG for you, Monster Hunter, is a good thing in my book. I do oh, like yeah. these these types of games. Um, and there's been it's quite a lot of these walking simulators, as they're called, going around at the moment or certainly within the last few years. But I do enjoy the experience of just being taken in a narrative for a short period of time and enjoying myself there. And I may give it another, you know, play, play through if I, if I really, really enjoy it. Um, but you know, it's our game of the week, so, you know, we must have liked it, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it. For me, it was like, you know, because it's, it's an indie game. It's made by four dudes, uh, so it's it's a little bit clunky. It is pretty, though, I have to say. I don't think I've ever seen the Unity engine look this nice. Um, but, you know, it's short, and it's a little bit clunky, but, you know, you get what you pay for. It's very cheap, and it's... You know, like you said, Ross, you can sit down and it's like basically watching a movie. You know, you watch a movie in an hour and a half, two hours, and you can play through this game in the same length of time. And it has a a really interesting story that hasn't actually been really done in a video game before. I don't think it's it's very clever, uh, without being pretentious. A lot of science fiction gets pretentious. I'm looking at you, Mass Effect, uh, but it's just a fun sort of like one and done or maybe two and done experience, you know, for a small amount of money. And it really just, it's good to have these short, shorter games, especially when you're a, uh, an adult and you've got all these awful real life responsibilities. That's just the worst, right guys? <laughs> well, what, like it, they're just awful. Uh, you know, ugh, it's, it's just terrible. So yeah, for me, it was, it was really nice and it has a good atmosphere and it's a bit spooky. It made me jump. Karina did the jump scares get you? Oh, yeah, the one with the, I'm not going to... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's, there's <laughs> the jump scare. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it, it, nearly, it nearly made me drop my controller. I was playing it like 1.30 in the morning with the lights <laughs> off, and I was like really sort of enjoying this sort of spooky, empty atmosphere. We know what's happened in the station, what's going down, it's getting in. <laughs> it scared the crap out of me. Reese, yeah. you and I live very different lives. If that's what you're doing at one thirty in the morning, um, <laughs> no, I, you know, I'm, I said I've not finished it. You, you've made me want to go back and play it a little bit more. But for the listeners, you can have your chance to have a play of this game yourself if you go on our Twitter between Friday and Sunday at Party Chat Pod. We're giving away a couple of codes for the game, and 
If you've got any thoughts on the game, then tweet us at the same address. Is an address? Twitter? Uh, do you have a Twitter? I think it's a handle. It's a handle. It's a handle. A handle. Twitter handle, yeah. Yeah, yeah just yeah. as why well I don't work on social media. Yeah, that um, would be weird. That would be weird. <laughs> right, let's find out what's been happening in the subreddit this week. You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. This week in the subreddit. First story this week is the new games on Games Pass for March have been announced. And guys, it is an absolute belter. Of course, we're having the amazing Rise of the Tomb Raider, which Larry tweeted out about early in this week with a little bit of spoiling. Guys, uh, guys, guys, buy Games Pass just for Rise of the Tomb Raider. Even if you buy only one month, it's worth it. Such a good game. I'm not going to lie, right, this month is stacked. If you're going to buy Games Pass, this is the month to do it. Oh, I'm yeah. going to say the next game is the best out of the lot, okay? Uh-huh. Eurofishing. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. There can only be one better, and that's if they include Full Nation FX. Well, I was going to say that. Do you not think it'd be really good if they started trolling Xbox and just started putting on, like, um, <laughs> Pool Nation FX, taking it off after a month, and then re-adding it a <laughs> month later? Well, they did that three months in a row. <laughs> just, uh, just, just as a little wind-up, people thought, what's going on? <laughs> only Reddit would know. <laughs> the other games are The Final Station, Sonic CD, Resident Evil Revelations 2, Super Lucky's Tale, which I'm surprised for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've said Oxen 3, haven't I? Oxen 3. No, and, of course, the big one, Sea of Thieves, which Aaron Greenberg has also confirmed is staying on there. That's Ooh. so amazing. Yeah. Like, I'm, like... I'm not. I'm not buying the game. I already had Games Pass, and now I don't even need to pay for it. I'm getting the game that I have been like the most anticipated for 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 like the last two years. I'm getting it for free, basically. This is true. Like, this is like the, the, do you feel as if you're waiting weird down but not buying it? Kind of, actually. I do feel. I do feel a bit weird, uh, <laughs> but at the same time, like it's oh, it's just it's their fault. Because I didn't make a collector's edition. I'm, I choose to play. I'm passing the blame. <laughs> I'm sure they did. I'm sure there's one with a figure. But um, is there not? Karina, you work in game no, retail. No, there's not. There's not. No? They, they decided to instead, which is actually pretty cool, I think, but they decided to sell all of the stuff that they would have put in a collector's edition just on their uh, store so people can pick and choose what they want. Kind of like, you know, DLC, the store. Um but real items. And yeah, so that was their reasoning behind not having a collector's edition. Yeah, I was a bit disappointed because I was prepared to get the collectors, but now I spend probably more than I would have spent on the collectors on the store. That's so. how DLC works. You got, <laughs> mic- you got microtransactioned IRL. <laughs> uh, thing is, I find out we're going to be selling uh, one of the figurines as well in store, and I'm just like, right, I pre-ordered it. <laughs> oh, which one? The yeah. uh, the skeleton one. The Is it gold uh, gold hoarder? Yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah. Now, back to the, the, the question. Now, obviously, with the exception to Sea of Thieves, what would be your pick here? And I'm going to, I just want to talk about a game here. Myself and my ex oh. used to like playing split screen games, as a lot of people with, with partners and things <laughs> like that do. 
I already know and, what's coming. <laughs> and let's just say if, time. if you are playing Resident Evil Revelations 2, <laughs> there is a good choice of character to go and a very, very bad one. Because you will spend most of the game, if you go the second character in Resident Evil Revelations 2, walking about with a brick and a torch. Yep. You- your your job is literally to shine the torch and throw like hurl bricks that you pick up off the ground. No, Reese, Reese, that's not true. Now and again, you have to climb through a very small space to let the other character through a door. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> but pr- primarily you are a torch. Yeah, primarily you are a torch. <laughs> why, why did anyone think that was a good idea for a game? <laughs> oh, that was that, uh, that was so funny. It's just as soon as you said that, I knew because. You and I had both talked about this, I, I think, yeah. off off camera at some point together. It's just <laughs> so funny. Uh, I, I, my, I've got like this big smile on my face because I, I went through this exact same thing with my ex-girlfriend. It was just, <laughs> <laughs> no one wanted to be the brick girl. Brick girl? <laughs> that is you're Jeez. a little girl. You are a you're little a child. girl. You throw oh. a brick. Karina wants uh, to play us now. Yeah. I did. That's it, it Done. We have to stream, Karina, and you can actually just stream the whole game through the perspective of Brick Girl. <laughs> See how far I get throwing bricks. Is <laughs> anyone else feel it's a bit of a cop out to have previous games with gold titles in there? I'm surprised that it's not already in there. What? Yeah. Not like Oxen Free. You know, like that was a games with gold title not long ago. Yeah, but I mean, it's a good game, and if you missed it on games with gold, now you can get it as part of the. Thing. Yeah, if it's... if it was the only game added this month, I'd be like, what? Yeah. But I mean, come on, we also get Rise of the Tomb Raider, which is one of the best AAA games I okay. think ever made. So let's let's talk about it. Rise of the Tomb Raider. A, are you surprised that it's on there? I would, yes. wouldn't exactly say soon. And yeah, it, it, with a movie coming out, it makes perfect timing to add mm. Rise of the Tomb Raider onto there. You know, the first games are games of gold. You can now play, in my mind, the better sequel. It's definitely better. Oh, Ross? Yeah. Boot that thing up on the X. You will be blown away. I'm looking forward to that. No, I actually own this gaming disc. Yeah. So one of the few discs that I ever bought. So I'm actually just liking the fact. I also own all the DLC for it. Um, so I'm really looking forward to playing through it again without having to put a disc in my machine. If I can get through the entire time of owning an X without putting a disc in it, I will die a happy man. <laughs> I, I definitely recommend you uh, uh, you try out the the advanced. It, it lets you choose. Um, I adv- recommend like the high graphics setting. It's okay. it's incredible. I mean, you can choose 4K textures. Like, so sorry, 4K resolution, mm-hmm. which looks really nice and crisp. Or you can choose 1080p 60fps, which is you know smooth. But then there's the high graphics version, which is 30fps. But whew, it looks amazing. I can't wait to see your hair move. Oh yes, that's. I, I love how that that's like special, like legit special technology just yeah. for Lara's hair. Like Nvidia uses that in like corporate demonstrations. <laughs> well, last of course, I just want to talk about. I want to just talk. Super Lucky's Tale. I haven't played it. Used both have worthwhile addition. Absolutely. Oh yeah, definitely a good filler game. Mm-hmm. F- if you see this is what I'm hearing like I've, I've seen a few people on Twitter saying yeah it's alright and then I've seen a few people saying it's massively underrated I've never heard anyone say it's bad 
But for me, it does sound like a filler. I've got a few hours to kill. I'm quite happy to play through it. It's it's cute and it's funny. It controls well. It, it plays just like Crash Bandicoot one, two, and three on the PS one. Like it's a sort of like not it's not a three D platformer. It's sort of like two point five D, I guess. So it, and yeah, it, it plays like it's on a twenty year old console. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, no, that, that's that's mean. It's it's just a fun little game, especially good for you got, if you've got kids. Um, it's so so good for kids. Like um, just the way everything is like designed with like sort of simple uh, colors and geometry. It's just it's a fun game. It's definitely not going to be anyone's game of the year. But like you like you said, no, I don't think anyone could ever describe it as bad. Right. Because I heard ukulele or whatever it is described as bad. Oh yeah. Y- ukulele definitely has some highs, but oh, the lows are so low. <laughs> and of course, the last game we're going to talk about is Sea of Thieves. I still can't get my head around the fact that this is on here. Reese, you said you're no longer buying it. I want to know, we once described EA Access as the best value in gaming. <laughs> With Sea of Thieves and Rise of the Tomb Raider, is this it over? Is this now the best value that you can get in gaming? Yeah, done. Definitely. And there's 150 other games to play. Every so Halo, many. every like all the Forza's, all the Gears of War games. It's there's something for everyone from like old arcade classics to new AAA games. It is the best value in gaming, bar none. Doesn't it have all the Forza's? Doesn't it? I thought it had all the Forza's. No, not at all. Which ones? I'm not sure. I don't know okay, one well, at all. Yeah, I, I I could be wrong, but it has a Forza. So if you like to drive, there's at least one there. <laughs> but I mean, imagine it. You know, you get a new Xbox. Like it's not such a a good value proposition for people like us who who already bought all the older games. But you know, now of course, at least it wasn't. But it was always amazing value for someone new to the console. You know, you just buy it, and you know, you can you can drop down enough for a month, uh, a small amount of money, and you've got. Get this gigantic library of games, but now that they're adding newer games, Super Lucky's Tale, Resident Evil Revelations, Sea of Thieves, uh, even the Final Station is a new game, uh, no, and they're going to be adding. It was free. It was, but it was, it, it's a fairly new game. It's like only three months old, or is it older than no, that? No, I think so because I got that game. Oh wait, no, it was with the mixer EP, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah you in got a that game in a mixer pot. But, but but anyway. Now that they're adding new games like Sea of Thieves and all of their upcoming games, you know, State of Decay 2, Crackdown 3, and whatever other new games they decide to bring out at launch, it's become good value not just for new game, like new members of the Xbox family, but for us hardcore members as well, because all the new games are coming out on it. And I mean, I'm not buying Sea of Thieves because I'm getting it quote unquote for free. Like, it's, it's awesome. Can I just point out you're not getting it for, for free? That's why I said quote unquote yeah, for free. Right. You know, you you are paying essentially what one and a half times a triple A game value for the year. Yeah, more or less. So, you know, if Sea of Thieves is the only real big game that you played in it over the year, you're probably not getting your money's worth. No, that's true. So I suppose if Rise of the Tomb Raider and that you really are. But, you know, it's it's one of those things as is this gonna are there still gonna be people that rush out and buy Sea of Thieves? Because they don't want to be paying a monthly fee for it. Yeah, some people just don't know about it too. I guess there's people like Karina who want to own the disc or whatever. 
Yeah, I'm like probably one of the few, but that's because I get fancy steel books that sit on my shelves and look pretty. Okay. Unless that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have the Monster Hunter steel book. It looks really nice. It's one of the nicest steel books I've seen. My favourite was always uh, Alien Isolation. And I still think that's one of the nicest ones. Ugh, Alien Isolation is one of the nicest games, period. <laughs> but anyway, we'll move on. I think we can all agree that this has been or is going to be the best month for Games Pass and go out on bye, bye, bye. <laughs> but user lights out 565 has posted a workaround for using a wireless headset on the Xbox One. And it's cheap, so make sure you drop into the subreddit to check that out. But I want to know, what headset are you guys currently using, and what would you recommend? Oh, what am I using? I'm using, I recently got for Christmas the Astro headset, so the Astro TR40. Uh, They're really, really good. Uh, I made the mistake of I did all the wiring wrong, because I've got it set up for streaming. So I have about tons of, I've probably got enough wires to start a fire, and I'm surprised I haven't already. But uh, no, they're really, really good. The sound quality in, I mean, especially games like PUBG and um, things like that, because with with the Astros, I've got the mix amp with it. So essentially, I can change the difference between game and voice. So in games like PUBG, I can, I'll, I'll still have the chat, but it quite, I can choose whether I want the chat to be quieter or not. And as, like, you know, hearing footsteps and, uh, and the little noises that count, they're really, really good for them. Really good. So I definitely advise the Astros. And apparently you can customize them. I've seen someone have a Sea of Thieves because on the side of the head- headphones, they've got like, I don't know, plates. I-, I don't know what you really call them. And apparently I've seen people have different colors, different games on them. And I saw a really nice Sea of Thieves one. And I was like, ooh. But I don't think I'll touch mine. I kind of like mine as they are. But they do look massive on my head, though, which I think Reese has pointed out before. <laughs> they they made my head look like double the size. But hey, it's worth it for all the sound. Reese, what about you? Uh, actually, right now, um, I I'm using not uh, like I'm not using a headset. I have uh, Audio Technica ATH M50s, which are like professional studio monitor headphones. Um, and I use those because they uh, have some of the best sound quality you can get, especially if you listen to heavy metal. And I kind of do that. Uh, but what? no, yeah, you can never you tell that by looking at you. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and I also have my my microphone, which is the the Blue Nessie that I'm speaking through right now. And basically, I just run a splitter uh, into the the controller itself so that it can it can work. And if not, I have this really like if I'm too lazy to get that set up. I have these really, really, really old, I'm talking like seven year old fatality headset thing. It's like, it, it's so old and clunky and hardly works, but it's just a basic headset. I did used to have the, uh, the Turtle Beach X07s, but I stepped on them uh. and destroyed them after the, conveniently about a month after they were no longer in warranty as well. <laughs> But yeah, they were a good headset. Well, for me, I I grudge paying for an expensive headset, and that's just because my my kid keeps on destroying them um, Ah. accidentally, especially when he was a toddler. He probably wouldn't now. But I tend to either use just the Xbox One stereo headset with the adapter, which is perfectly fine, or, uh, and I've got to take these off, these are cheap as anything, XO1s. No idea. 
unbranded things, but they're stereo headset and they do the job just fine. But I want your recommendations because I think I'm now at an age where I need to invest in a good headset. So I want the listeners to this podcast to tweet us at Party Chat Pod with their headset recommendations. Next story, Reese. Yeah, so next story is, well, it was posted by about a half a dozen different people because it was being teased and announced and announced again. But Turok 1 and 2 are coming to Xbox next month, remastered. Do you guys play Turok? Yes. Uh, I've never tried it out, to be honest. I think you're too young. If I'm perfectly... Like, I I feel that Turok was when I was a young teenager. Turok was my high school. Turok, yeah. uh, Goldeneye, and like uh, Mario Kart 64. Yeah. Those were, those were oh, like. Mario Kart that's, 64, though. Yeah, oh, that, that, that's was, not coming next week. <laughs> no, that's definitely not. Uh, Mario Kart 8 on the Switch, though. Uh, but um, yeah, no, Turok's great. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know what Turok is, it's one of the early sort of first person shooters on console. Uh, it's. I don't know if it uses the same engine as Goldeneye, but it plays almost identically. It looks almost identical to Goldeneye uh, engine-wise. But you are Turok, the dinosaur hunter, and you you hunt dinosaurs with like crazy, crazy weapons. The the signature of the game was its off the walls multiplayer with in, like an incredible amount of violence. Like really over the top violence and crazy, crazy, crazy weapons. Uh, Ross, do you have a favourite weapon? I know I do, but I'm going to ask you first. I, I can't really remember. Okay, like, I, I really so, can't. I remember the game. I remember shooting things, but I can't remember what I was shooting them with. A bow and arrow. I remember that. But, yeah, the, the yeah. bow and arrow is iconic. Okay, do you do you remember the poison arrows for the bow? Yes, I do. Yeah. So when you shot someone with the poison arrows, they'd start vomiting. Like, they'd vomit green for a long time, and then they'd start vomiting red. They'd puke their own guts up and die. It was amazing. But the best <laughs> the best weapon in the game was the cerebral boar. Yes. And it was like a super weapon that you only had one shot with, and it was hidden somewhere on the multiplayer map and also used in single player. But basically, it was this big weapon, kind of like the BFG in, in Doom, uh, it took up like half your screen when you held it, but it locked on. And once you got a lock and fired, that was it. That person was basically gone. And it would send out this little, this little bee, like hornet, uh, bullet. And it had a really iconic noise. And when it hit someone, it dug into their head at the point of impact and started drilling. And it sounded like the worst dentist drill you could imagine. And like the person is there and like their brains are just like, pouring out of their head in a giant fountain as they stand there going and the drill's going and all of the blood is just pouring out in this ridiculous fountain and the death animation takes ages before they finally kill over and die it's it's stupid it's as stupid as it sounds but when you're a teenage boy that was like the coolest thing ever and uh, yeah so so Turok is all about them weapons and I can't wait for it to be remastered honestly I hope they they give it a really nice coat of paint and I hope that they up Upgrade the controls like they did for Perfect Dark. Yeah, that would be quite good. That would be quite good. Um, it's funny, but like that weapon you just described is basically living a Black Mirror episode. I was just thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, that sounds familiar. <laughs> West Twitter. 
Um, but yeah, well, I, I am really, really excited for these. As you said, or as we alluded to, it was a game when we were both in our teens. Uh, I've got very, very fond memories for it, and I hope the remaster, you know, pulls on those nostalgia heartstrings. I really, really do. I can't wait to play them next week. Do you think that it's going to be sort of a a warm up or a continuation of the series? I can't see the reason, the other reason why they wouldn't. You know, obviously you can make money off of doing a remaster, but is this to gauge the public response for a long term thing, or is this just to introduce the game to a new generation because they've already got something in development? Would be. I mean, that that was Clay's reasoning for why we got Burnout Paradise remastered before we got Burnout uh, Five. Mm-hmm. No, wait. Paradise was five. We got Burnout Six. Yeah, that's true. Burnout One, Two, and then Takedown, and then Revenge, and then Paradise. They stopped using numbers. Yeah, but yeah, wait. Of all the remasters, this is the one. This and I will still want Crash Bandicoot on Xbox. Just to oh, see yeah, that, that I played Crash Bandicoot in Xbox. I uh, really want that to happen. Yeah. You can um, play Crash Bandicoot on the 360. That's true. That's true. And there, there's, there's two of them. Hmm. And they're off. <laughs> but anyway, a last story, Karina. So heading on into our next story, uh, we'll be moving on onto the new Metal Gear Survive. Um, how apparently now it's going to cost you for your second save slot, which I only recently found out and I'm a bit concerned about, and I'm not surprised that it's kind of flopped a little bit. Now, you guys got any thoughts? Are you guys fans of the Metal Gear Solid series? It was a total flop, by the way. Like, oof. I just didn't even bother even, like, I don't know, I just... Didn't really seem interested in it, and then all I heard is negative things, so I stayed away. Mm. I'm going to say well, it's probably still better than MGS Five. Ooh, that is a <laughs> that is that them's fighting words for the Metal Gear Solid community. Kojima's not that good. I actually <gasps> Kojima's <laughs> not that good. That's blasphemy. <laughs> actually, I, I agree. I think that I like. Uh, Kojima's sort of wacky, over-the-top sense of humor, but I actually think he's pretty overrated. The only Metal Gear Solid game I I liked was Metal Gear Solid on the the PS One. Yeah, agreed. After that, I lost any desire I had to play for them. So maybe I'm not the best person to comment because I, I literally tried to play some of the later ones and and gave up. I got on the hype train with the Phantom Pain, and maybe I'm a little bit salty, but I just didn't think that was fun at all. Yeah, but you've got to make balloons and just send everything off in balloons. Yeah. That's fine. Maybe you weren't playing it right. Exactly. Maybe I wasn't playing it right. Have you you seen Donkey's video? That's how you're supposed to play it. (laughs) (laughs) But not like Survive, there was a couple of betas that were on there. I didn't even install them. Usually when a beta comes on for a game, I'm soon as it goes live, I'm wanting to play it to see what the game's like before it comes out, just to see if I want to play it. I just was not interested in this game at all. And Konami's, how can we put it? I was going to say DLC model. It's not even that. Microtransaction model, $10 if you want to have a second save slot, easy for me to say, is ridiculous. Like... 
I have never heard anything more farcical. It's not a word for it. I, I am <laughs> so passionate about this. I do not want. I if I know anyone that's bought this game, I'm going to disown them, regardless of how good <laughs> it is. The fact that they are willing to try this is ridiculous. They make EA look like saints. I mean, it's it's Konami. I mean, they've they've. What is it that Jim Sterling says? It's because Konami is Konami, and Konami is the worst. Um, <laughs> they they're primarily a pachinko making company these days. Yeah, I have heard that. I have heard. Did that. you know that the, the pachinko business in Japan makes more money than the entire country of New Zealand in a financial year? And how you know that? I don't want to know. I actually don't know either. I know <laughs> you're on. You're a Reddit mod. You know quite a yeah. lot of nonsense. I, I, I absorb those <laughs> things. I only. I, I actually sometimes wonder what it's like for the mods of uh, today. I learned. Like wow. they must, they must absorb a lot of random facts. Yeah. They would be deadly at Trivial Pursuit. That is very true. I need to get some of these people on my pub quiz team. But Karina, are you a Metal Gear fan? Not really. Wow, we're the worst people to talk about this, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, I, I Although I like sending things off in balloons and hiding in boxes. Like the first Metal Gear Solid, I remember, I can't remember what game it was, but it was a demo disc and you got a demo for that. Not the first Metal Gear on, oh, that was on the NES, but Solid. And I remember playing that demo on my original PlayStation 1, must have been 30, 40 times. You knew. The snow. Yeah. With the chopper. Yeah. Exactly correct. It was amazing. The game blew everything out of the water. There was nothing quite like that at that time. And from what I hear is, you know, they did release some other good games. But a lot of people that I speak to are just not fans of Metal Gear at all. It's the ultimate fanboy game. You say you're a Kojima and Metal Gear fan, and no matter what they release, you are happy with it. I think they should just set off a bunch of nukes. Oh, no, wait, that happened. Oh! <laughs> Third time's the charm. <laughs> but, you know, it's... I, I'm not surprised that this is a flop from what I've heard from A, the people that have played it, and B, the farcical um, model that they've introduced for this. May it rotten hell. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just silly. I mean, you can't charge for save slots. Like That's like charging for graphics options or... Or the ability to quit the game. Like you just, there's certain things that are required in a game functionally. Like you can't charge for the ignition on your car. It's like the old sort of joke that they're going to start charging you for bullets for COD. Yeah, well, the thing is, they actually do charge you for bullets in uh, World of Tanks. Wow. Yeah, you can buy gold ammo. Why? Gold ammo? Yeah, it does more damage. So it's literally pay to win? Yeah. Practically. Oh, no, likely. So anyway, <laughs> has anyone played Payday 2? But, uh... <laughs> if, you, if you're on the Switch, by the way, your version is a year and a half, two years out of date, so enjoy that. <laughs> but look, you know, we are all quite salty about Metal Gear, but um, keep on saying it. What are your thoughts on the game? Let us know in the subreddit or by tweeting us at Party Chat. Pod. But I think at this point that's us reached the end of another episode. So Reese, 
Karina. I nearly said Clay there, as if he was like just rocked up at the last second. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's done us to pay us. <laughs> Thank He's you done. so much for joining us for another week, and we will be back next Thursday as long as my laptop holds out. So for another week, Xbox, turn off. You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. The official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. It's settled. Let's do this. Mm-hmm.